0: so much for uh, being here. We had the opportunity to hang out with Brea Isabel over Zoom Video. Brea was born and raised on an island just off of Nova Scotia. She talked about that and how she got into music. Her dad is a piano player. He was actually in a band that had some some success. They actually were about to be signed in around the 70s, and he decided not to. Had a family. Had Brea. So he's been a great advocate for her over the course of her career. Rhea talks about learning piano at a very early age. She got a guitar in high school and started to write songs, play little coffee shops. Ended up going to university for music. She went in as a jazz piano player. She talked about the success of her early band, Port Cities. Breaking off as a solo artist, getting signed to the publishing company, Concord. And releasing her first song as a solo artist called Girlfriends. You can watch our interview with Brea on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod.
1: We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We're Bringing It Backwards with Brea Isabel. This podcast is about you and your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. Awesome. Sweet. So, First off, tell me, where where were you born and raised?
1: Um, I grew up in Cape Breton, uh, which is a little island on the east coast of Canada. Um, and I was born in Sydney, Nova Scotia. So Cape Breton is like an island. Nova Scotia is the province. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, grew up there and then went away for school. And I've been in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia for the past seven or eight years.
0: Wow. So you yeah. grew up on the actual island?
1: Yeah, it's like, it's a really beautiful part of the world. It's like lots of beautiful mountains and beaches. And there's like a huge, um, like Scottish and traditional music scene there. Because um, a lot of folks like migrated from the highlands over to Cape Breton. Because it's kind of like just across the water. So I uh, grew up kind of surrounded by a lot of like Celtic music and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it was a great place to grow up.
0: Wow. I mean, was there like a school on the on the island? Like how did you go to high school, did you have to cross into Nova Scotia?
1: Oh, no. It was like, there's there's probably, I don't know, there was like 30,000 people in my hometown. Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like, a, like a little super small. Because
0: I spoke to other people from, I forgot what part of Canada, but they had to like go across, like they had to take like a ferry from their <laughs> from the island they were living on, like uh, in, into the main city. <laughs> so I was just curious if you had a similar situation. It doesn't sound like it
1: we're very spread out up here in Canada. So I don't doubt that that was the case, but (laughs) yeah, you have a
0: massive country. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Right on. So grew up a lot uh, around a lot of Scottish Celtic music. You're saying, what was the first first instrument you learned?
1: Um, I started taking piano lessons when I was like five or six. So Um, probably piano. We have, I have a picture in my studio at home of like um, my dad playing piano and I'm like, this big just like a little baby on his lap watching him but uh yeah my dad played played a lot of music growing up so piano was just kind of in the living room and I just gravitated towards that right away
0: right was he pro uh, like a professional musician or did he just do as a hobby
1: yeah just as a hobby when I was growing up but when he was a teenager he was in like a a rock band which would have been like in the 70s and uh they like toured around and and uh actually got offered like a record deal um which you know back then was like a huge 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 thing Sure. and uh but they kind of decided like we already know this isn't really the path for us like they all broke up and kind of went to university and went their separate ways Uh um but it's kind of funny like i think because of that it's been an interesting journey like him seeing me want to play music and kind of like supporting me through that and I'm kind of like following the path that he never went down, which is interesting.
0: Right, I was gonna say he's probably living through you, like a what <laughs> if kind of thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, he's he ex- has experienced a lot of, of what I've what I've you know gone through and been super supportive along the way, which has been nice.
0: That's awesome. So, piano. How long did you or do? You still play piano to this day?
1: Yeah, piano is kind of my main instrument. I I played piano like all growing up. Did the whole like classical. RCM, mm-hmm. Royal Conservatory Training. Um, and then in high school, I started to get more into songwriting. And it's funny, like, I, I knew piano so well, but I I never wrote songs on piano. When I was first starting out, I picked up the guitar and suddenly it was like, oh, I, I really want to write songs on the guitar um, and then sort of like ditched the piano for a while because I was, you know, I'm a songwriter now, I play guitar and uh then in recent years i've been kind of back to more writing on piano piano is my my first love
0: okay when did you switch to guitar your high school like you said in your high school
1: yeah in high school i had a, a music teacher kind of like a high school band teacher music teacher who really kind of encouraged everyone in our school in our music program to write their own songs and kind of like form bands and collaborate wow. um yeah she was like amazing i don't think I, i'd be playing music if it wasn't for her but um so when when I was in in high school, that's when I saw everyone like playing guitar and writing songs, and I decided I wanted to do that.
0: Sure, that's that's really cool. So there's a group of uh, group of you playing and writing music.
1: Yeah, definitely. There was other like songwriters around my high school and kind of like around Cape Breton that were playing shows, and I I kind of looked up to. Um, there was like yeah, a really cool songwriting scene at that time in Nova Scotia. There still is. It's just mm-hmm. like there's a huge songwriting tradition um, out here. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of people doing it to look up to.
0: What was the first time, do you remember the first <clears throat> time that you wrote a song and showed it to someone?
1: I do remember it. Um, it was a song like for my high school music class and it was called Pretty Lies. And uh, it was definitely sort of like an homage to Joni Mitchell because I was just obsessed with Joni Mitchell and, um, yeah, I, I was probably pretty bad, but it was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> well, obviously you kept doing it, right? I mean, it didn't <laughs> wasn't that uh, horrifying that, that you quit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: So did you continue? When did you start playing out? Was it once you gained some confidence there in the class, or?
1: Yeah, I like played a bunch of coffee houses, that sort of thing, in high school, um, and then um, I went for a year of university of just like an arts degree. And during that time I was like, okay, this is like really what I want to do. So that's when I started kind of playing like small shows around, you know, the local area, small like festivals and stuff. And then uh, during the course of that year, I was like, no, this is something I want to take seriously. So I applied to music school um, off the island and uh, went there for four years and studied jazz piano. Wow. Um, Yeah, it was it was awesome. I learned a lot. And uh, during the during that time, like while I was doing my music degree, I started like playing in other bands and playing as a side musician and just continuing to write songs and, and, uh, you know, work on my own artistry as well. And that's really where where I got started, I would say.
0: Okay, it's interesting that you went in as a jazz piano player instead of like a singer songwriter. Was there a reason why you went back to piano?
1: Well, I knew I wanted to study music and there wasn't really um, programs like I know there's Belmont and Nashville and, and programs mm-hmm. like that that are more like songwriting, music industry focused. And there, there wasn't really anything like that here at the time. Okay. So to do a degree in music, it had to be like classical or jazz. And in my mind, I was like, you know, piano, I have the background on piano. Jazz mm-hmm. seems like more applicable to what I want to do, um, you know, as a songwriter and to be like very versatile classical didn't make as much sense. So I just kind of went into jazz knowing that I didn't want to be a jazz musician, but kind of wanted to learn all those skills and, and get my chops up.
0: Right on. And you have a bunch of, you've co-wrote a bunch of songs with people. <laughs> when did that start? Like, and did that kind of take over for your, and uh, in, in, like replace your solo career for a little while? I know you played in a, another band as well that, that had some success. Like when did mm. you start seeing some success as far as being an artist?
1: Sure. Well, I've always sort of done the songwriting thing. um, Like while I was in university and stuff, basically I got into songwriting, like seriously, because um, there's a songwriter from Cape Breton named Gordy Sampson, who now lives in Nashville, but um, he would come home every summer and run like a, a songwriting camp for emerging artists around the province. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he like he went to Nashville and and you know has had huge success he wrote like Jesus take the wheel and um yeah just like huge huge songs so having him sort of like come home to Nova Scotia every summer and and be playing shows and and sort of like showing us the ropes of co-writing and the Nashville sort of style of co-writing um really sparked my interest in like oh wow I love to do this like not only do I love to write songs for myself but I love like getting in a room with another artist and helping them tell their story. So, um, the whole time I was at university, I was like writing for other artists and and with other artists. Um, And that's when I met my two songwriter friends, Carlton Stone and Dylan Guthrie, who we went on to form a band called Port Cities. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was kind of like three songwriters, three part harmonies, like folk pop kind of stuff. Um, and that was a lot of fun. We toured around Canada and did some stuff in Europe and the UK for, you know, five five years or so. Um, and then that over the course of that time, I realized like, you know, I don't know if if this is what I want to do forever, but um, I definitely want to explore the songwriting and production side of things more. So then, I did a uh, an internship in Nashville with an amazing producer down there called Page Blue. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I spent a bunch of time there really working on my production chops and then the pandemic hit and <laughs> i came back to nova scotia and uh that's when i kind of started working on my own solar project again which was a lot of fun
0: wow okay so you're in nashville when the pandemic hit
1: yeah i got home like i think it was like march 7th oh. and and nashville got hit with like a crazy tornado oh,
0: and, and then, then i a get bomb. home it was oh. bad yeah it's
1: been a wild I, year
0: i moved to my family and i we moved to nashville like six months ago Um, from San Diego, from Southern California. And it was like all this stuff had happened. We're like, what are we doing? (laughs) But it's great. We love it here. It's amazing.
1: It's such an awesome city. You guys are liking it?
0: Yeah, we love it here. We love it. So, um, it was a great move, but it was just like, we already knew we were going to come here. And then it was like, oh my gosh, there's a bomb. Oh my gosh, there's this (sighs) gnarly tornado, (laughs) uh, like COVID. And then it was like, Uh. you know. Then everything froze over for a while. <laughs> like It was just pretty brutal, but wow. um, we enjoy it. Um, so, well, do you mind talking about the band at, at all? Like, I mean, you were, did you finish, like, was that something that like started to gain success when you had finished going to university or like when, what's the timeline wise, like with that?
1: Yeah, well, I, as I was finishing university, we actually did a tour as like three singer songwriters, like a songwriter circle kind of tour just around Mm -hmm. the Maritimes. And uh, that was like a lot of fun. And we all just kind of like had written all these songs together and in different combinations. So we'd be like singing harmonies every night in these shows. So at the end of that tour, we thought like, Oh, why don't we just, start one band instead of the three of us having like our separate projects so that's when we started um and then basically like the next five years um after university was just like full steam ahead we did a few singles and a full-length album that we recorded in nashville actually and uh just toured like nonstop. and yeah it was it was a lot of fun we we had a lot of great opportunities and i learned so so much but um just kind of felt like it had it had run its course for me and there was other things I wanted to pursue.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah, you guys had some success. You you got a bunch of awards. Like, I mean, you had some hit songs. What was it like, you know, kind of seeing that success?
1: Oh, it was so cool. Like it was amazing like hearing our songs uh make their way to people and and sort of get responses from people that our songs were meaningful in their lives and and of course getting to travel see all kinds of places i i would have never seen otherwise like it was it was definitely uh an amazing experience
0: did you you guys were signed did you get signed to a label or no
1: um we had like an independent label um that but we were distributed through Warner Canada
0: okay what was it like getting the that deal like and, and do you remember you know telling your dad about it obviously he's a huge <laughs> supporter of what you're doing and
1: Oh, yeah, that like my family and and friends have just always been so, so supportive of the music stuff, which I just feel so lucky for because, you know, it takes a very special family to (laughs) encourage this crazy lifestyle. But but yeah, it's all it's been an exciting few years for sure.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. And so you go to Nashville, you decide you want to do the solo thing. And what was the first song you put out as a solo artist?
1: It was actually um pretty recently it was june 4th i put out my first single called girlfriends
0: oh that was Um, your first one you have a couple songs on spotify so what's you have good news which has like seven million plays and another song called uh lose you to love me
1: yeah those are like sort of collaborations with different canadian artists that i've like written with and worked with so good news is with a rapper named classified um Mm -hmm. who's an awesome like producer writer rapper um, and Lose to Love You is actually, Lose to Love Me is a cover with two other, um, Canadian artists named Rhea May and Rose. So Girlfriends was my first, like, solo Bria Isabel song.
0: Wow. Okay. And yeah. when, when was that song written?
1: It was actually written a while ago. It was written in 29, like the summer of 2019. Um, and a lot of the songs for this new project are sort of like songs that I've, like, had assembled for, for you know, the past year or so. I'm obviously still writing, but um, there's always been like the odd song that I've written over the past few years that just felt like so personal and so much of my story that I kind of couldn't imagine it coming out any other way than like through my artist project.
0: Mm -hmm. Was that something that you struggled with with the band at all? Like writing songs and then saying, oh, you know, like I might hold this back for myself or or was that never Mm -hmm. a thought?
1: Yeah, it, was, it was definitely tricky sometimes with the band because it was like three lead singers. So like finding something all three of us could sort of say that made sense, you know, like it was like because we all a lot of the songs were like duets uh-huh. or multiple voices singing together. So it's just interesting, like thinking about songs in that way and then thinking about songs and like, you know, I can say whatever I want and it's coming from me. So it's going to make sense, of course, like switching that creative mindset to like a hundred percent creative control versus like more of a collaborative approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love both. Obviously I love like working with other folks, but it's kind of fun to have, have the, the one voice sometimes.
0: Sure. Sure. So girlfriends is your first one. You said you wrote mm-hmm. it, in, uh, summer of 2019. Yeah. Are you in Nashville, like recording what's to come for you as far as the solo record and And then COVID happens, like, where were you when that all happened?
1: Um, In 2019, actually, I was at um, a songwriting camp in Canada. Um, I had just done, like, my first trip to Nashville uh, doing, like, the internship, uh, production internship. Uh So I had, like, just left Nashville, come back to Canada, um, written that song, and then went back to Nashville, like, in the fall um, of 2019, I guess, and kind of was there until... The pandemic hit so yeah mostly like producing and writing in Nashville um and then thinking like okay yeah I'm gonna do this this solar project early 2020 I was like I've got some songs I'm gonna stay here and, and work with a producer in Nashville and and get some work done and then of course COVID changed all of those plans but um the past year just been based on the east coast but obviously doing a lot of zoom writing and girlfriends was produced like 100 on on zoom back and forth like my producer is in nashville i'm in halifax so i was like recording my vocals in my closet and laying down piano at home and sending it to him like it was it was definitely an exercise in in using the, the music technology of of zoom and facetime and all that fun stuff
0: was it hard to do that i would imagine
1: I think it probably took longer than it would have if we had been able to just be in the same city and go to a studio and get it done. Um, but maybe that's for the best. Like I feel like we really kind of spent the time making sure the production was right and the vocals were perfect and and everything because everything was so like back and forth. And, you know, at that time I was in no rush to sort of put out any sort of music. It was everything was just so up in the air about what would happen with the pandemic so this right, right. really took took our time with it which i think was for the best mm-hmm.
0: do you think that record would have turned out differently if you would have done it in person or hmm. COVID didn't I, happen
1: i didn't really think about that but maybe it would have like being being in person maybe it would have influenced it in a different way
0: mm-hmm. hmm. so you guys finished that song and then you you put it out pretty recently do you have other Mm -hmm. records that are complete and ready to go or what how did you spend your your pandemic
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've just been doing like a lot of of writing and and uh production stuff for my little home studio um i have a few other songs that are kind of ready to go and uh working towards an ep for 2022 but um, I also signed my first publishing deal over the pandemic with a company, uh, based at a Nashville called Concord.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I love so that they have some great artists on Concord.
1: Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. So that's been like super fun. Like at the start of the pandemic, I was at home in my home studio being like, oh gosh, what is the next year going to look like for me? Like, you know, um, I've, i had been doing so much traveling and writing with other folks, like am I just going to have to stay at home and and just write by myself for the next year? But luckily through them, I've been sort of like meeting lots of their other writers and artists and producers and, um, you know, been pretty busy with with that side of things things as well. So that's been awesome.
0: That is cool. So how did, tell me about signing with them. Was that obviously a big moment? They got a lot of huge artists that they represent.
1: Yeah, they've been growing so much too. Like when Mm -hmm. I, I think... I was offered my deal like in the spring of 2020. Um, I just signed it like at Christmas time. But um, at the time, they were kind of like, I feel like obviously still a big company, but sort of on this like below the kind of big. Um,
0: yeah, majors. they're on a smaller scale, sure.
1: Yeah. And now I feel like in the past year, they've grown so much since then. But um, I did at like a Zoom writing camp uh, in the spring and just wrote a couple of the songs and produced them. And oh yeah, there's one song that I like sang and produced. Um, and I think the the uh, team really liked the tune and liked my voice and just reached out. And, and like, normally I think they would want me to be in like Nashville or LA or whatever, but because I'm kind of like can produce from home, mm-hmm. they were interested in that. Like, I think seeing that, you know, you can write on Zoom and, and sing it and produce a song from your host like you can kind of do it all from home you don't necessarily have to live in one of those cities um although i obviously plan to get back to Mm -hmm. Nashville and spend as much time there as i can in the next little while but um yeah so they just uh they liked what i was up to and and offered me a co-pub deal which is awesome so i was super excited yeah
0: yeah i can imagine so that this is all based off of a camp that you're in
1: yeah yeah
0: wow And then do they set you up with other artists? I know they have like, you know, St. Vincent and like local natives and I don't know how, but they found me like they have just a a plethora of artists from all different genres. Definitely. Yeah. How does that work? Do they set you up with somebody or like, like what did, what do they expect of you besides writing hit songs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, right now, like when I signed with them, I kind of just wanted to be writing as much as possible. So they basically book me like three days a week. So um, the past year has just been meeting like so many artists from all over the place, like, you know, New York Nashville, LA, the UK, like they have a office in the UK and an office in Germany. Um, So just like tons of writing for like other kind of emerging artists Um, and also writing for my project. And uh, yeah, they, they do really well at the sync side of things too. So within the first few months of working with them, they had like synced songs that I wrote and produced to like Grey's Anatomy and Batwoman and all these crazy shows that and, like in my mind as someone who loves Grey's Anatomy, I was like so, so geeked about that. So <laughs> um, that was definitely a cool aspect of the the publishing deal that that uh, was really exciting off the bat too. So sure. yeah.
0: What was it like watching the show and sing, hearing your song?
1: Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and they played on Grey's Anatomy, they played my song as like the last scene. So the whole episode, I'm like, oh, no, is it did it get cut? Like because, you know, like with sync, it's like you kind of hear, okay, they want to use the song and you all sign off. But you kind of don't know until pretty close to when the episode airs, like if it's 100 percent for sure, because things get edited out. So last minute. Uh So we got the word like, okay, it's definitely going to be in this episode on this date. So I'm watching it, but as, as the minutes are ticking by, I'm like, has there been a mistake? <laughs> are they not going to use the song? But then, yeah, it was, it was so cool. I was in this like very epic scene at the end of the episode. So that
0: was that, awesome. That, that is really cool. With yeah. the, with your new song with Girlfriends, tell me a little bit about that song.
1: Sure. Um, well, it's, kind of i guess it's about growing up and falling in love for the first time at a time when there kind of wasn't any young people around me who were like out um Mm -hmm. as queer gay and uh yeah just kind of dealing with with that and looking back at that time in my life
0: very cool yeah i can imagine that being really hard
1: yeah it was definitely definitely interesting to like put myself back in in the shoes of of being in high school and and uh, feeling all those feelings for the first time, and figuring out how to navigate that. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, so that's going to be part of a project coming out. What? And you said twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, working on it, my first EP.
0: Very cool. What about mm-hmm. plans for playing live? I don't know how that's going to look in the next year or so. <laughs> I have you had a chance mm-hmm. to play out at all?
1: A little bit. Yeah, I just did a few um, like acoustic opening act um sets for a canadian artist named ria may um who's really amazing so i did like a short run of shows with her and then actually this past weekend i just did my first two like full band shows with the new music at like some festivals around here so that was like super super fun and uh yeah i'm i kind of wasn't sure how i feel about going back to the playing live thing but um it felt really really good so looking that, forward to doing more of that
0: that is awesome and thank you so much Rhea, for doing this i really appreciate it
1: thanks for having me yeah this is so fun
0: i do have one more question for you before i let you go uh, sure. do you have any advice for aspiring artists
1: oh that's a that's a good question i would say find your people like find the people around you who inspire you and support you and you can collaborate because I think this industry is just so so wild and and topsy-turvy that you kind of need your your crew around you um who can who can help you along the way so that would be my advice